Today we're going to be introducing the topic of Nikra. Um, today we're going to first have a few um, shurim on that topic. Um, and then Nikra means is when we remove certain parts of the animal uh, before we do Malicha, certain parts that have to be taken out. Um, the Yiddish word for Nikra is tribering. Um, <coughs> that skill, the art of doing Nikra, um, is something that can't be really taught through a book, um, through a video like I'm doing now, uh, or recordings. Um, and the Ramos, as the Ramos says, the say the way that the Nikra is done for these parts of Chalav, to watch someone who's doing it, who knows what he's doing. We actually very hate to be safer. It's not going to, in the Ramos speaking, in, in Shukhnarach and the Ramos, I'm not going to be able to describe this well enough to of exactly what has to be done. Um, and we're not going to be any smarter than that. Um, we will talk about different uh, major topics or outlines of item issues that there are that there is to talk about. Um, <clears throat> by no means are we trying to give over and try to teach someone to be a monarch based on um, these presentations. In, in preparing for this, um, I'm sorry, from, of course, watching people be a in for real, um, three swarm are very useful. And they are, the first is um, called the Seder Nikur from Rabarin Tigerbaum, the near Batarov, who's been the Rabbi Machshir for at Ali Passasi or Neilmark for decades, and he and his father, <coughs> he's clearly, he tries to explain very, he is very good at explaining the different parts of the four quarters and how they have to be nuker. He has pictures, um, and he shows in Poiskim and in contemporary Poiskim who he and his father interacted with, um, what has to be done and what doesn't have to be done um, with a server from generations going back. Another safe is called Nikra Hamavur from Baron Kashitsky. He's an, ex, an expert monaco with decades of field experience, and his safer is encyclopedic of all the copious n- notes that are in there uh, with lots of photos um, to try to explain um, the issues that are. And thirdly is a safer called Tumunicho, or the English version of that is called Kahun Illuminated by Yaakov Davalach. <coughs> He's a Talmud of Rabelsky, um, and he, his... his Safer is unparalleled in, as a pictorial guide for the whole Mesech uh, with Chelev and Dam and things that we're going to talk about as a small part of it. Um, as part of all, uh, he has mixes really clear and detailed photos with veterinarian information and halachal details, um, all in very clear ways. So we're going to, those three are going to be helpful in, in picking up some of the details that we're going to be speaking about. Okay, now, uh, <coughs> the Nikor, Trapering, is done for four reasons. There are four reasons why something would be cut out of the animal um, before we do malicha, before we eat it. And the first is because of chela. <coughs> there are certain fats that are not that are not allowed to be eaten. Um, those are spoke about primarily in Samach Dalad in Shachnarach. Um, that's going to be the first group of topics we're going to speak about after today's introduction. The first group of to- things we're going to speak about are the isum of chela, some of derisin, some of rabbah. The next is the Yidhanosha, the sciatic nerve, it's a nerve in the hind leg of the, of the animal. It's for a behemoth or for a chaya. Midrabana, uh, we remove out some other nerves, the femoral and the saphenous nerves, um, and branches from all of these things. Um, that, those didn't report at the end of the sentence. Uh, we're not going to talk about that because, um, as we're going to see in a minute, um, in practice, it's not commonly, uh, that whole part of the animal is not used um, at, at American Hashkochas, um, most Hashkochas everywhere, any place in the world, so we're not going to be speaking about the Gidon okay. The third reason to take, to be Menachar is because of blood. 
um, certain blood that will not come out through melicha, um, needs, or, through, or other forms of kashering needs to be cut out or drained out before uh, the animal's kasher. <coughs> and those are in Simon, from Samachal to Samaches. Uh, after we speak about a few times of Chela, we're going to speak then about issues that have to do with that as well. And the last reason why something would be removed um, is because of something that's repulsive. Um, there are certain things, glands and certain other things in the animal that are taken out because um, people who eat them would find them repulsive, uh, and therefore they have to be taken out. I'm going to mention some of them later at the end of the day today. Um, and they have to be taken out also. Um, they have to be taken out. A lot of that before, but taken out. <coughs> okay, now, one thing that I've already mentioned um, that we're going to spend some more time on is... Um, is Nikur uh, of Ahraim. And the Ramah says that just about all of the Chelev and the Gitanosha are in the back of the animal, the Ahraim, the hindquarters of the animal. And because of that, and because so diff- and those things that are us, the things that are awesome with rice that tend to be in the back of the animal, I should have mentioned, we'll, we'll see here later that most of the Dam issues that we have are only shadows of the Rabbanans. By the point that we come to eating it, they tend to be less serious questions. Um, so the chelim which starts with the raisa, we get enough which starts with the raisa, tend to be all basically on the back of the animal, uh, and they're very difficult to take out, and therefore, um, and therefore, uh, the the Chua brings that there were those who help. <coughs> the community said admitting that they don't eat anything from the acharaim. They don't eat them. They avoid all the the most serious and the most difficult questions that there are about the animal by not using hindquarters of the animal. So. Um, <coughs> The, in, in practice nowadays, in America, and probably elsewhere as well, there's none of the mega hashtachas will be menakar or use in the hindquarters. Um, some people think that, that they're doing that is an is a acceptance of this minute to not use, um, to not use hindquarters. They see that that's, it's a minute. They see, so we're not doing it. That, that means we have that minute as well. And other people say it's not a, it's not a minute, just a financial a concern, which is uh, labor is expensive, meat, you know, after you do the nikur, you, you don't earn as much money from it, the meat is a little cut up. So um, it's a financial decision. It's not worth the effort to get that meat um, in order to, what, the work that has to be done doesn't make it worthwhile that the meat is that we just sell it off to people who don't keep kosher. Uh, and they don't see it as a minute at all. It's just a practical issue. Um, so <clears throat> there's possible rise in and uh, who say that it's not a minute, there's no such a minute, it's just a, it's just a, a practical thing whether you choose to or you don't choose to do it. Um, and they, that, that seems to support those who think that there's not a formal minute in America to not eat uh, acharaim. Uh, and they say, so therefore, if you want to do it, if you want to start eating acharaim, you could find someone who knows how to do it. Um, there are communities still, Americans um, who do, who do who are still monocular, they know how to do it. So if you find, go to one of those communities and learn from them how to do it, then go ahead, you can go ahead and do that. And other people say the opposite. They say, look at the Jews, you'll see how Chaim and Ramosha speak about the, 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 how desperate the people were to use the Acharaim, and therefore, therefore they were being allowed them to use it. I mean, in the case of Chaim it's 1938, and uh, all kinds of laws about selling meat to non-Jews when the Yidin didn't want it to be able to sell to a guy, so not being able to use the back half of the animal meant basically they couldn't eat any meat because it would have nothing to do with half the animal. Um, so makes you think that maybe actually maybe <coughs> um, maybe there actually really isn't anything, and they were just being makeup for these special people. Okay, uh, in in, 
in Jews and Hoggers, he says that in South Africa, they specifically will makabal on themselves to have a minute to not use it, to not use that. Um, and Rabelsky said that the OU follows the common practice in the United States, which is to not use it at hindquarters. Um, and he, but he said that he added an extra twist to that, which was that he once asked Rabbi Yashe about whether that such a minute would apply to deer. And Rabbi Yashe says it does not. And the reason is because deer um, are, is a chaya. And if it's a chaya, that means there's no Eastern of Chalev for a deer. Which means to say it's a, the gid is still also, but the many other things that are in the back of the care for the animal, that the chalev are not a problem, and therefore even those who had a minute to not use the achorah in the back care for the animal would be allowed to do that for deer, as long as they knew how to get out the get an usher. Um, and therefore they can, for deer, once the menaker, um, the, for the get an usher, I believe Rodolsky was one who set up the procedures for how to be menaker, the get an usher, then um, they can use the achorah of the deer as well. Reese tells us that Schwartz himself said before that it actually was a minute in America, it was a minute of America to not use Acharaim, and therefore would not allow the use of the back of the animal. He didn't speak about deer, but for regular cattle or, or sheep, um, he would not allow the use of the Acharaim um, anymore. Now, I keep talking about the Acharaim. Um, the Acharaim, the way, the way animals are butchered, is that an animal, at, at once it's gotten you know, ready for butchering, the animal is cut in half. Uh, uh, horizontally, meaning from, so to speak, from the spine uh, to the belly button, so to speak, from that, that way, you know, across, across the animal. And the cut is made between the 12th and the 13th rib. And everything that's lower, meaning from the 12th towards the head, is considered the front half of the animal, the forequarters. And everything from the 13th and towards the back, towards the tail, which is the upper part of the animal when it's hanging, um, is considered the achorine, the, the hindquarters. Um, the, and as we, I keep saying, I've said so many times, that the achorayim, the hindquarters, are only used um, ascent for non-kosher. But the, the term achorayim and hindquarters is a little bit misleading. Um, the impression you get when, you, when I say the word hindquarters, the impression you get is that that means everything behind that cut, once you cut the animal like that, everything behind the cut or above the, that gets sent off for non-kosher. It's not exactly true. It really means it's the muscle portions of the animal from that part back. But for example, um, we use liver. Liver is sort of in the front and the back. It's sort of hanging there in the middle. Okay, that's a hip. We use tails and hooves and testicles and kishka. Uh, so there are other parts that could be used, either they're in, so to speak, back here for the animal. In fact, you actually specifically speaks about tails. Um, and so, so when, we, when we say is that the, we use the haraya, we mean is the, the muscle part of it. In a similar vein, there are more points out that some of the chalev or some of the things that we treat as chilev, um that has to do from the back here of the animal, actually present in the front here, in the plate, which we're going to speak about in a few times from now, um, actually present in the plate, there are actually, um, there are, there is things that we concern ourselves as, as, as chilev. So even though we're saying that the back here is where all the issues are, there are issues like this in, in the front here. And in fact, when we speak about details of chilev, we'll see some of those places where there are questions or issues of chilev. In nowadays, um, we don't use every different part of the animal, um, but from the parts that we use, um, we're going to speak about chelav and dam and samias. We're going to speak about them in more detail in the coming in the coming times. Um, but for today, I'm going to just give an overview of ten different parts of the animal that are uh, somewhat commonly used, and give a brief uh, overview of just what's done to that animal. 
whether it's a dam or a chela, or what the reason, why it's on it, and a little bit of detail, just a drop, to, uh, just to explain what it is, just a front overview. Okay, and the way I'm going to do it, I'm going to start from the front of the animal, working towards the back, and from the top of the animal, working down to the bottom. Excuse me, when the animal is divided in, in the four quarters, um, it's considered to have five parts, five sections, um, that's, that's the order we'll follow. The chuck is on the top front, um, and below it is the briskets, which is in the bottom of the front. The, the, the back top, which is say, before the cut, in the back, right behind the chuck is the, is the ribs, and below that is the plate. Um, and then sort of coming up from the side, from the side from like where the chuck is, is the shoulder and the forearm, the shank, that's the, the forearm of the animal that hangs out. So it's like the five parts, and we'll sort of follow in order. Okay, so starting the head, um, the cheek meat, um, the cheek on each side, of course, and there's a vein that runs along the one side of the cheek, and that's pulled out. Um, that's the, the nico for dam that's done for cheek. Okay, for a tongue, um, there's also concerns of dam, and that is there are four large blood vessels that run the length of the, of the tongue, two longer ones and two shorter ones, again, two on the left and two on the right, and on each side, uh, there's a longer one and a shorter one. Um, the Gemara says that it's really okay to just poke a hole into those, into those um, blood vessels. It's enough to just poke a hole in them. That's enough to, to deal with the fact that there's dam would be stuck into there. But the mimic is that they're pulled out, and they pulled out, the way they do it is they pull it from the base of the tongue, that means the, the furthest from the teeth, from as far back, like towards the throat. They, they pull them out, and they can, you, you can pull up the whole vein can be pulled out in one fell suit without leaving behind. And um, some people also, even after they do that, they still poke holes in it. Poking holes in it then raises the issues of uh, you may need to soak it again afterwards before where the cut was, make sure water gets into there. But yeah, they pull out. Some people do these cuts as well. Uh, and the meaning is also to cut off the tip of the tongue, the tip, the very top of the tongue. Has, that's a malicious question. Um, if, that potentially is considered a cliche in a manuka if, you, if you, that blood would collect over there. So we cut off the tip of the tongue. There are some other minhagim about tongues that are not so clear um, what the reason or what the makar for them is. Um, and one is that they cut off some bones that are at the base of the tongue. They call the trach of binlach. Um, and some, some people cut off meat at the base of the tongue. Okay? The doctor too talks about it. It's not so clear what the reason for these are. Okay, that's the tongue. Number three, the area which is the neck and the chuck and the brisket. Again, the chuck is on higher up in the front of the animal and the brisket is lower down. Uh, brisket is like the chest of the animal. Um, there's a blood vessel in the neck that gets taken out together with there's like meat that gets uh, gets in a lot of blood it's got blood stain from the shrita, so those have to be taken out and then there's a minute to also take out the remote brings a minute to take out a, there's a long uh, blood vessel that runs um, down from down from the neck or the, or the chuck it runs down it's in a branch so there's more than one line to it there's two lines of there are two lines, and they're coming down. They come together, and they run all the way. They run down the chuck, then across the, the brisket. Um, they actually even make it all the way um, to the back, to the plate. Um, they, they continue on to the plate over there also. And that whole long blood vessel is cut out. Um, there's a part of the brisket that's called the decal. That's one of the parts of it. Uh, in the India, there's a gland, which is removed mission That remote, that's pulled out mission meats. Okay, our fourth is the shoulder or the forearm. And there, there's also a, a long... A branched vein that runs, um, well, I don't know what you want to call it, from the top to the bottom, and the bottom to the top, a very, that runs the whole length of 
the whole length of the of the shoulder, of the forearm, all the way up to the shoulder, or down, whichever you want to call it. Um, there's a few different branches, um, and that is cut as well. It has a some of the shin, most people have made the shin. Um, those three, that's all cut out from the shoulder or the forearm. Number five, um, hose or pacha. Okay, the classic way to make pacha is to take the bottom few inches of the cow's shank bone. That's the lowest bone on, on in the leg, um, on the foot. Um, the, the final few inches of that, and the, and the upper half of the hoof, the trotter, um, and to, and those are turned into what we call pacha. Um, the, there is, before we talk about the, the Nikur, there is, the Shkunar speaks about a Malikha question for, for hooves, which is to say, since it has this hard, the, the hoof, the, the sort of sweet nail that's on the outside of it, uh, would also make it be considered like as a cliche in a Malikha. So for Malikha, you need to do certain things, you need to cut it in certain places in order to make sure that the blood can drain out. Well, I said nowadays, um, those nails are all removed at the Shrita, at the slaughterhouse, and therefore that Shiloh is in some iron uh, olive about what you have to do for Tlafayim, uh, for Hulaz, is not relevant anymore for what the Malikha part of it. But as far as the, for our purposes, for the Nikro side of it, for the drapery, um, there's a gland, just a place above where the place with the, with the digits, the, the fingers, so to speak, of the hoof come together. Um, there's just above there, there's a, there's a gland that's in there that has to be removed, which is um, it's sort of the way it looks is that the way the the digits point, like sort of, it comes together like in a V shape, and they sort of like point right at the place where that gland is, um, and it gets taken out. Okay, now what I just described is what you, a person would do if they were doing a nikra on a real hook um, for making pacha. Lamaisa, most pacha is not made from that, it's made just from the shank bone, um, and it's not made from any of the hook at all, in which case there's no need, there's no need to get out, so no nikra would have to be done. Okay. Now, the next few are ones that we're going to be speaking about um, in the future. And the first of those is our sixth one is the ribs. Um, the ribs have there are, there are pairs of nerves that run along uh, three of the the last three of the ribs. Those are taken out. Um, the nerve and a blood vessel together. Those are taken out. Um, these are taken out mishum chelav. Um, we assume that they're taken out mishum chelav. Um, and we also take out, there are, some people also take out fat around the rib eye, which is on the other side of, what, the, 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 the 12th rib. Um, some, there are fats that was, all those we can speak about in Hashem once we speak about ribs. Next is the plate. The plate, as I described, is the, is the piece of meat that's below the ribs. That is to say, it's the lower half of the ribs and going down to, like, to the belly, to, to the lowest part of the animal, like the part that faces the, the floor. Um, so the nickel of the three veins, the, the three pairs of veins and uh, blood vessels from the ribs continues on into the plate. Um, also called the rafala, that, that part of there, which has in it other blood vessels. I remember I mentioned a blood vessel that comes in from the brisket, from the chazet, and it also has other layers of fat and, and blood that are potentially removed. We're going to speak that also we speak about the rafala, which is speaking for the rafala, the shundra, that has to be taken out. Okay, next is the skirts. Okay, and that is, um, there's an inner skirt um, that's connected to this piece of meat that I just described, the plate. Then there's the outer skirts. The, the outer skirts, those are part of the diaphragm, the, the tire finish that we spoke about earlier in Pedicus for Trapez. The tire is the, is the dividing like wall between the respiratory parts of the animal and the digestive parts of the animal. So there are two skirts onto there, one, two on each, 
each tarp, the tarp which has two skirts on it, and then is what I mentioned for the inner skirts, and the hanging tendon, which is also part of the tarp, all those together have those, they themselves, it's not a dam, it's a chel issue, because they touch on parts that potentially have shadows of chel to them, and they, uh, so there are, there are things that are removed to each of those, the inner, outer skirt, and the hanging tender, uh, which we're going to talk about that also by itself. Okay. Next is the liver. Now, the Gemara and the Shokhanara and, and the earlier posting don't say anything about doing nicker on a liver. Um, and, but, but the liver itself, the liver inherently does not have any chelim in it. However, however the, the, the liver is connected to chelim in two places. Um, and when you cut the liver out of the animal, that chelim from those spots gets stuck. As it, it remains attached just the way you cut it, and therefore it has to be cut off. So it's not the liver's chelim itself, but it's chelim from other parts. And those two places are, one is chelim that the liver, um, the, the lower part of the liver is on top of the hemses and basic cases, and between the liver and the hemses and basic cases are two of the middle stomachs of the animal, um, and the, covering those is a layer of fat called the, it's the chelim shalakar, the lower omentum. That chelim over there, the, the liver sits on top of them. If that fat stays attached to the liver when you cut the liver out of the animal, that has to be removed. And the top back of the animal, the top back of the liver, is connected to the kidneys, to the, so the chelim akloyas, it's touching on the chelim akloyas. Uh, also, the, the fat surrounding the kidneys, which is also chelim, both those chelim are awesome with the rice, and so they have to be removed. Again, it's not the liver's chelim per se, but it has to be, when you have a liver, it needs, those need to be removed before you can use liver. Okay, now, separately from this, uh, but it's sort of connected, it's, like, it's a nicker type thing, in that case, the Gemara says, because there are blood vessels in the liver, you need to cut the liver uh, up and, uh, you know, vertically and horizontally, should I see the ears, um, before you, before you kasher it. Um, exactly if and how that applies, we'll talk about Amit Hashem when we learn, we talk about Malicha one day in the future. And the last one to talk about is tails. And that is, <coughs> um, Shachmanov says that the tail, um, the, the fat that's in the tail is not considered chil. We'll talk about it next time, exactly what that is and what, what the chilish of that is, but the, chil, the fat that's in the tail is not, is not chil. But, um, but Shachmanov says, but the, 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 the part of the tail that's actually still in the animal, meaning not the part that sticks out, the part that's still, the, the three vertebrae of the tail, the bones of the tail that, that are still inside the animal, those um, touch on chelim, and therefore that, the, the fat around it does need to be removed from that side of the tail. And the Ramah says that what he means is um, e- even the part that's outside the animal, seemingly, even the part that's outside the animal has chelim. The Ramah says it's yonke me chelim hakoyas. The Ramah says maybe it means it, <coughs> maybe, maybe this, this is a point to some people, this is chute uh, ukots, which we'll talk about, uh, maybe, and therefore, the Ramah says there's something on the inside, uh, on that part of the tail that also needs to be removed. Okay? Um, there are all kinds of different halakamas, exactly what the Ramah is referring to, and how deep it goes in, and exactly what has to be removed. Um, so it's very much dependent on the halakamas and what happens to be removed. Before, before we close, I'm just going to mention that there was a sort of an important event that happened approximately 40 years ago in Tashan Lama Tez. Um, and that was... Um, People came from Eretz Yisrael to America, and they looked at what was going on at the Shritas and raised the whole ruckus about the way Nikur was done, was being done in America. Uh, they had all kinds of complaints, uh, 12 complaints of exactly what they thought was wrong about what was going on with the Nikur in America. 
And um, the result of that was uh, not really change in the United States. What the result of that was is it was a clarification where it turns out that the, the mimic of how Nikola is done in Eretz Yisrael is very different from the way um, Nikola is done in America. Um, in Eretz Yisrael, to a great extent, they followed the Nikola as is done um, by the Sephardim. Um, that's because the Sephardim were in Eretz Yisrael first, and they chose to keep the, those menhagim that they had that had already been established in Eretz Yisrael. Um, and, and, and it also, and as opposed to what's going on in America, was very much connected to what had been done in Europe before World War II. Um, in the, all the communities have been doing certain ways before him. Um, and it sort of highlighted not only the differences between uh, the United States and Eretz Israel, some of which we're going to mention as we talk through the different details of the parts that they actually questioned about what was going on, but it also highlights the whole idea that a lot of the dinim of Nikur, a lot of the way we practice Nikur is very much dependent on Menhagim. We'll see that there are very few specific things, few things that the more specifically says have to be removed. And a lot of the detail, the understanding of that is dependent on Machlikasin and dependent on Menhagim that go beyond what the Gemara says, uh, what's done. And therefore, each community does it their own way. Um, and, and they've sort of brought out those points. Uh, the people in America went to Eretz Yisrael also to, to show them and to show their messiah of how we do it, and, and, and we're very, those, they walked out being very comfortable with uh, continuing to way things were done. In recent years, uh, some of those menhagim, some of the chumras of the menhagim in Eretz Yisrael have creeped into the way we do in America. We'll speak about some of those. Um, there are coolers about what they do also, but some of their chumras have creeped into the way they've done in America. And one of those part is, is that um, in his lifetime, Rogalski was known to be an expert in halachas having to do with shechita and nikur and other things like this, uh, and Rebelsky would say over how he was inspired to pursue this and to be, to learn so much as he could about this by that incident that happened back then in Tashan Lama Tez. Um, he realized that how important it was that people need, they need to be people around who know these dinim and who understand them, who hands-on can pick up a piece of meat and know what's supposed to be done um, and know how things are supposed to be practiced.